Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Sports Travel Podcast, where we interview leaders in the sports event industry. This is Jason Gewertz, Vice President of the North Star Meetings Group Sports Division and the Executive Editor and Publisher of Sports Travel. And our guests on this episode are Raleigh Kayumba, Co-Founder and Race Director for the Congo River Marathon, and Nancy Bachman, the race's Co-Founder and Director of Marketing. Together, they are building a race that's designed to be a driver of tourism to the African nation and its capital city of Kinshasa. It's yet another amazing example of the work that event organizers are doing around the world in the name of sports-related travel. But before we begin, this episode of the Sports Travel Podcast is being sponsored by the Teams Conference and Expo, the world's largest gathering of sports event organizers and the destinations and suppliers that serve the sports event industry. Teams 24 will be held in Anaheim, California at the Anaheim Convention Center, September 26th through the 29th. This year's conference will once again feature the co-location of the U.S. Olympic and Paralympic Committee's SportsLink program and NGB Best Practices Seminar, as well as the annual symposium of the National Congress of State Games. For more details on everything we have planned at Teams this year, please visit teamsconference.com. And now, on to the conversation. I first met Raleigh Kayumba and Nancy Bachman, the organizers of the Congo River Marathon, at the World Athletics Global Running Business Conference, which was held in late 2022 in Bangkok, Thailand. They were there, like many others, to meet other race directors from around the world and gain some best practices on how to grow their event. I was immediately impressed by their efforts and hearing the story of how they launched their race in the Congo capital city of Kinshasa, which is along the Congo River. While many event organizers in the United United States may feel that the challenges they face are unique to our country, many of the same challenges and opportunities present themselves no matter where your event's being organized. This year's Congo River Marathon will be staged on June 2nd, and as you'll hear in this conversation, the event has evolved in recent years from its humble beginnings as a way to capitalize on the interest that people expressed during the pandemic of getting out to run. Raleigh and Nancy have been working hard to provide a memorable experience for runners, to build a running culture in a country that previously didn't have much of one, and to use their race as a way to attract visitors to a country whose previous notable sporting event may have been the Muhammad Ali George Foreman Rumble in the Jungle, which celebrates its 50th anniversary this year. In this conversation, we discuss how the race began, how it's evolving, and how sports can be one of the most powerful drivers of travel. We hope you enjoy the conversation. Raleigh Kayumba, Nancy Bachman, welcome to the Sports Travel Podcast. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thank Jason. you, Jason. It's, yeah. it's great to see both of you again. So a little background on how we got connected, because I think it's an interesting story and, and indicative of sometimes how we make connections in the sports industry. So we met a little over a year ago. It was the end of December in 2022 in Bangkok, of all places. We were both at a World Athletics, their global running business conference, which is an excellent event. And uh, we uh, got introduced there. And it's one of the things I love, and I imagine you guys do as well, just about being able to travel uh, in what we do. You get to meet all kinds of new and interesting people who are doing uh, new and interesting things all around the world. So that was that was kind of a fun trip and a little bit far, both from Congo and certainly from Colorado, where I am, uh, to have connected in Bangkok, of all places. Uh, but you guys do quite a bit of traveling uh, as well, bo- both of you, in promotion of the race, right? Yeah, like we like to grab those opportunities to connect with people, as you, you mentioned. Like, yeah, it's uh, attending those conferences. Like, it's really like make us also like get that idea of like, yeah, we are not uh, because where we are organizing our races, 
it's you know it's not really common it's, it's something new in that area so like when you get the opportunity you know to attend those conferences and then meet other people like minded people you feel that uh that, yeah, you're not alone in this so it is a bigger world out there all know like what uh, they are doing so yeah that's for us it's really a great opportunity to open our network to increase like uh the, the connection that we need for to promote our racing yeah I, lo- I love that as well that's part of the fun uh, for me also, when I get the chance to travel uh, places, usually we're not traveling quite that far. That was a, a larger trip, certainly for us, but a, a good and productive one. And it allowed us to get introduced uh, as well and allows us to talk today a bit about the Congo River Marathon and what you are both building over there. So, you know, before we get into that, for for both of you, Raleigh and Nancy, give me a little background on on yourselves, where you come from, how you got connected. And maybe we'll, maybe we'll start there and then we'll we'll get into the race a little bit. But tell me a little bit about your background and how you got into sports. Um, yeah, personally, uh, I think running, it's always been like part of me since I was a kid. So I'll go run like in the morning, some mornings with my dad. And at some point, so that's, I stopped as I was growing up in high school. I played basketball and soccer, like mostly made the basketball team, but not the soccer really. And then after university, so I get started going back into running when I was doing growing at the University of Cape Town. So you know, like parts of my training. So I had to do running and then I just get, you know, that love back again, you know, doing running and then for my health as well. And so coming back to Congo, like during the COVID year in 2020, so yeah, I was just sitting there and then people, you know, like all, everybody was going out, you know, exercising, like on, like sharing their video online and stuff. So like all the restrictions, not to go out and then people really, we, we realize how important it's like to be out there like that we take, we took for granted for so long. And uh, yeah, so at the end of 2020, like I started with uh, running with a group of friends. So because of all the restrictions, so we couldn't like get as many people as we wanted, but it was also new. So like I get my cousin and some of my, my friends, so we run every Sunday in the morning and uh, Nancy on the other side, we she was still in lockdown in uh, in California in OI. So yeah, I'll just send her like, you know, like pictures and uh, video of us, uh, you know, running. And so like from there, like in that period, so it was interesting because where you go run and then you see all these other people who are walking and running and you realize like, yeah, there's no such a platform that, you know, bring all these people to together to, to have this. So it was like living abroad as well in South Africa and, in Germany. So it's like, yeah, you 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 see the value that you know such events as like you know marathons or half marathon or any running events like that bring just people from different backgrounds and and so together. So like that started like the whole uh, the motivation is like, yeah, maybe you should set up something. And then you know, I talked to Nancy like, yeah, hey, like what do you think about this idea that I have like to set up like a marathon in kinshasa half marathon and reach out to other friends uh, it was like you know all the brainstorm like what's also the name like what should we call the, the event what should be the name and yeah we end up by congo river marathon we also wanted to make it attractive to the national audience and international audience as well so yeah we came up with something that's what's more known from from everybody and then uh, yeah yeah, well, let me let me stop you there. We'll get into a little bit of that. Nancy, what was what was your background? How do you know Raleigh, and how did how did you come into the mix? I come uh, from the traveling world. I've been a travel writer and producer for like yeah, fifteen years, um, mostly in Europe and the US. I'm originally from Germany, from Berlin, 
And uh, yeah, traveling has been always my passion. And then I also run a cold breast juice company with my sister in Berlin. And I like the whole idea of like wellness and well-being and the holistic approach and sports is one, but then also like, um, yeah, living just like uh, consciously and like health conscious and all these things. And when we met or got introduced, that was like, I was, because I shared my time between, uh, before between Berlin and Los Angeles. And yeah, I was in Ohio uh, during the lockdown. And then we got introduced to a friend. For work, uh, for, for, for the company we first started, the website, so I'm a software engineer. So that's my background, like what I did uh, in college. So yeah, a friend of us was in Berlin also when I was, like I went to, to the same university in South Africa. So told me like, yeah, there's this company that they're looking for a software engineer for like some work on the company website that they needed some upgrades. So like if you have some time to add, then yeah, I was like, oh yeah, sure. Like, so I reach out and then they got us introduced and then we started working on the website. And then I like really much what they were doing as well. Because I'm also that kind of person who like this uh, holistic approach, but it's quite difficult to, to get into it, you know, sometimes because, you know, I do sports and then you understand you have also to have a, a, a good diet and stuff. So like it was really interesting and then we started, you know, like working on the website and then getting really like talking together and then exchanging idea and one thing to the next and then yeah, the rest is history. <laughs> well, let's go into a little bit of that history. That's terrific. So Raleigh, you were mentioning during the lockdown, you were running, uh, you know, involved with running just uh, on your own with uh, other people where you were. So how... How do you take that interest in just enjoying running and getting to this idea of we should have a, a marathon, an organized race uh, in Congo? Yeah, so the idea was just to to see people. I think it came from me being abroad and then taking part in some running events uh, uh, abroad, like in South Africa, Germany. Sometimes when I lived there in Munich, uh, I went for some couple of running events or running just with friends. So mostly in South Africa. So just so like the, you know, the power that's running uh, such events has, you know, was running or tough matters as well. I took part in South Africa. So like, so that's, you know, that's experience, that's uh, joy, that's, you know, people just come for their help and stuff. So being in Kinshasa in Congo and seeing like, yeah, there's this and you know, like people are want to be like active, physically active, but there's no such a platform I was looking for, but essentially like some things have been organized in the past, but wasn't on the regular basis. So, and then yeah, start doing my research and say like, okay, yeah, maybe why not uh, set up something like that? Because, you know, that's the whole point was, you know, to bring most like the community as well, like uh, in Kinshasa in the country, like together, because you've seen that it's kind of not division, it's just like people hang out with whom, you know, they are part of the same community. And uh, so we thought like, okay, running like a marathon event, so uh, running events would be good to try to bring out. And then when we started that, when we put it out, we didn't know what the, would be the, the, the reaction because you know we set up everything and then see we set up the website the social media and then print out flyers sending out because the first thing was to put the first 10k because we did the research so like how do you set up a marathon and all those stuff like you have to organize a small running event first to promote the marathon and then go so we did like we call it like the bible our bible for <laughs> for planning like organizing an event so 
Yeah, the, the but that all happened. We hadn't even met each other. We haven't even seen each other. I was still in Ojai and Raleigh was in Kinshasa, and I had even no idea. I've never been to Congo before, so it was really. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think there was like a bigger, like some a strong pull to really do that because, like, yeah, it was just fascinating how it all came together. Like, yeah, in a working way. on Google Drive, sharing yeah. a document, so everybody, you know, like editing it's like uh, online and just like talking online. So. We set up the first 10k uh, event so like we wanted to choose a date that's at some uh, meaning so like the funny thing living in south africa like the international human rights day is on the 21st of march so when i came to congo so my idea was still there so like yeah maybe like it's a sunday so we can have like the the 10k to promote the to talk about the marathon the 21st of march and after moments, I think I shared it with a friend of mine, and then his dad was checking, said, like, international right, uh, human rights, and Chris, like, you know, like, that's in December, isn't it? Then I realized, like, okay, that's, like, South African date, and in international global, I was like, oh, that was going to be such a mess up, like, if we went out to say, like, yeah, for the international human rights, we're organizing a 10K, so then we changed it to a, a week later, and we shared, like, our flyers and stuff, so it was a surprise, like, to see on the sunday you know like our people showed up and came like we had like almost um 90 people that showed up uh, during the covid time like 2021 it was still locked down so it's like oh wow like people really uh were looking for such a uh, kind of events and at the end of that 10k so like friend and team that's we we had uh, so there's like oh yeah maybe we should do this until the marathon like we should do it we should keep on doing it every last sunday of the of the month and yeah from there it was like the next month like last sunday we organized a 10k but preparing for the marathon as well like also now starts you know reaching out to sponsors and partners to to bring on board like uh, to bring the the marathon to, to the people of. so what, what what year did you end up uh, launching the actual full marathon when when did that happen yeah we end up like the the plan was to launch it in end of august so in 2021 2021 like in 2021 mm -hmm. uh, august there's like i remember reaching out to uh to different people like you said to, to the race director then at of the captain marathon i was reaching out just to people to get some advice how do you do this and now uh, do you get it done? And she contacted me back and then we set up some meeting. And I still remember the first thing she told me is like, yeah, like people, when they get into this, they think like it's a part-time job, like you can do it on the side and something, but you soon understand like it's really take all your time. And so it's good. So she told me like, yeah, you know, you have probably people plan it's a year ahead. So you have six months like securing your sponsor and then they had a six month marketing and stuff. And I didn't, that we didn't have that six uh, one here so we're like in six so I'm like okay so we have six months like yeah my i think uh, my computer science mind can say okay we divide in three months three months so three months like trying to promote and get the, the sponsor and then the next three months but all of that didn't work as planned because we, we we got into a situation where like by the month of june because other sponsors well were still you no know, uh, reluctance about the the whole sponsoring an event during the COVID and stuff, and coming to month uh, the month of June in 2021, another new lockdown uh, restriction came into force in Kinshasa and the country in general. We had even to cancel one of the of the race uh, that were make it playing. Virtual, yeah. yeah, make it virtual. They were just trying everything. <laughs> yeah, trying everything. So that came and July we couldn't do. 
but we're still waiting for the permits from the city. And we had a different routes, like more uh, like a route that's go through most of the city. But at the end, we start realizing that that route might not work because demanding so much, you know, like preparation and then you know, like sponsor and partners. So we changed it to a route that we have currently. And we got the, the permits like uh, four weeks or a month just bef before the race. Oh, wow. and yeah, we had people who attended the previous 10K. So like we are serial, like they reach out to us, call me like people went on holiday, like some expats were living in Congo, like one like they're on holiday, but they reach out. So yeah, is the race still on for uh, end of August? Yeah, I didn't have any permits or <laughs> any sponsor. I said like, yeah, yeah, it's on. Like, yeah, we're planning it. It's like, it will be on. He said like, yeah, because I'm going to come back early. I'll leave my family, like shorten my holiday. And that starts making pressure on me. I'm like, yeah, telling all these people like the rest still on, but you don't even have a permit, you don't have a sponsor. So it's like, yeah, and uh, yeah. Yeah, we got our sponsoring like three weeks before the date of the race. Oh, so wow. that was really, but we felt like, yeah. yeah There's just that uh, positivity, like that energy that was shared with like, at some point we thought about like postponing it for the following year. But yeah, and then so it's like, yeah, we need to do it this year. But first, like, we need to get the permit. So we have to do anything that we can to get that permit. That's why also we changed the, the course, like the routes. And so yeah, I feel like we really wanted to plant the seed this year in 2021. No matter what, like restrictions, we really wanted to get it out. And then we knew from there on we can, but still like in a very professional and secure way. But like we try everything we can. So it's out there. And then from there we can evolve and grow and, sure. and we so, yeah and you had very little obviously as you said very little time to prepare for it how many people came out that first year to the race the first year we think we had three feet of four on yeah. something like that mm -hmm. so like it's because then we 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 have since now we have the the system we have the 10k the half and the marathon there's a new as well like like doing all the sort of like you cannot just get people wake up and run the marathon like you know in a month or something so so we give people that opportunities also as we're planning the seed. So like, you know, like after that, like we started as well with another training program. Like, so, so yeah, it was a, a, a good uh, thing for us to plant that seed that year. Was, yeah, we get feedback. We did, you know, what we could have done. Like the sponsor came. They were really like uh, supportive. It was last minute, but they were on board like to make it happen. Yeah, so it's happened, and now if you can realize, like we have it uh, on on June, the first end of June, because right after that we had to do some survey to the participant, like what they like, or also regarding the date. So most of the people say like they are on holiday, you know, like local or uh, international. They say like this during the holiday time, like end of August. Like some people, especially like are international, are coming, and then other are getting ready to go back uh, to school. So it was either we make it end of September or beginning of June because we want to keep it during the dry season as well in Congo. So like say like quote unquote winter or winter season. During the rain, it will be a little bit difficult to manage you not know, to to get in or uh, organize such a, an event. So then we chose say like okay, yeah, um, say like maybe we should make it beginning of June so people deserve their their uh, summer holiday or their break before going so like i ran the marathon so i deserve my summer holiday or <laughs> like train for other like big races that uh, 
<clears throat> coming up after like in fall or something. Well, tell me a little bit about where the race goes. You mentioned obviously this is in uh, Kinshasa. I think if if U.S. people are familiar with it at all, they may remember it from Muhammad Ali and the, the Rumble in the Jungle. Um, yeah. So there's at least one reference point there. But I think uh, I would imagine the majority of our audience has not had the opportunity uh, to go uh, to Congo. So tell me a little bit uh, about the the race course, how you decided where to put it and and what people see while they're running about. So the, the race when we decided to make it to where it's uh, it's currently, it was because we avoided as well like you know, to block so many uh, routes uh, with the previous uh, the previous routes that uh, we had blocked so many roads. So like yeah, it's in really mostly like in the town of um, like the, the downtown of Kinshasa. So. The one of the fascinating things, or the good thing, you know, like uh, Kinshasa and Congo, Kinshasa and Congo Brazzaville, like Kinshasa and Brazzaville are the second closest capital in the in the world, of course, uh, Rome and Vatican. Like, if you consider that, sure, we'll, we'll give that a pass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then, like Kinshasa and Brazzaville are the second because you only, uh, you know, like our uh, separation is the by by the Congo River actually, like the Congo River separate, so you can be on one side and seeing the the other side. So like the the route starts um, from like a, a boulevard close to a Pullman Hotel, so it goes through the that's the, the downtown and then pass partly by the by the Congo River, the Congo River where you have the view on on the other side of Brazzaville, and then some landmark around the, the city downtown and the the special like one of the long streets is on on the boulevard called Boulevard de Trentrin, like. Because June 30, that's the uh, the Independence Day of the of of the DRC. So like yeah, so we have a loop of a half marathon of a 21.1 k, and then people who do the marathon does it twice, and then the 10 k is a, like a smaller round inside that uh, that loop, half half of the of the of the 21 k. And you. you- you mentioned earlier, Raleigh, uh, purposely naming the event the Congo River Marathon. Yeah. What went into into the name there and making sure that river was in there? I mean, obviously, the the course and the city goes right along right along the yeah. river, so that makes sense. But why was that important? Uh, the importance of that was also like to make it national and international. You know, like when you mentioned about like yeah, what people know more is about the Congo or Kinshasa, like Mohamed Ali and John Forum and Rumble in the Jungle in Kinshasa. And if you talk about Congo, maybe like mostly like some other negative, but if you talk about the Congo River, you know, people, most people know, might, they might not know exactly where it is, but they know it's somewhere in Africa. And Congo, then Congo is a country, so it's a Congo. So we, we also want to just to value that, uh, that thing that we have. And then with the rods passing, like carrying some part of the, of the river, even if it's in Kinshasa, it's also the plan was like to you know to organize in the future races like uh, in a different uh, location of the country where you know like the Congo River really go inside uh, they call it uh, thing in French a cheval I don't know how to do it in, in English so it goes through you know through the country so many other different uh, like states uh, you say it's here provinces like in the country so like in the future we have also that plan to have like different Congo River marathon events. Uh, uh, in those areas. Well, let me ask you a little bit about that. Uh, we talked about it at the very beginning. One of the things that I find fascinating about 
mass participation races and, and marathons and, and races and the like, they tend to attract uh, true visitors. I think, you know, we see people travel, obviously, specifically to a destination that they're interested in going to. And if they can race and run, that's terrific. And they do tend to bring their families and, and make a vacation out of it as well. So I'm curious, for Raleigh and, and Nancy, as you think about the Congo River Marathon, uh, you mentioned, of course, the uh, local residents and those who are interested in running and getting and building up a running community there. But I would think that you'd also have some interest from international visitors who have not been there. It's a relatively new race uh, for those that are looking for uh, unique and, and new destinations. Uh, how important is it for you to build up international visitors? How has it gone so far? Do you have people that are traveling from other countries in, in the first few races that you've put together? Yeah, I feel like it's very important for us, the tourism, because Congo is such a beautiful country. And it's, I mean, it's in the heart of Africa. It's very rich in like culture and like nature and like beautiful, warm hearted people. It's just like really, really beautiful. And I feel like the marathon is like a way to attract like um, runners and not only to run the marathon, but also to discover like the country like Kinshasa and like the surrounding and like yeah like last year and this year we're putting even more like importance to it to create like programs around it so you can come to run but also discover like do um beautiful like how do you say like safaris or go see the bonobos and things like that are really unique uh, for Congo like go into the culture music the food everything that's so unique and yeah, I think it's really important for us. And last year, we yeah, we get quite some internationals from different. We had like Poland, we had the United States, Germany, the UK, the UK. We got from Denmark. Uh, Denmark, Thailand. Like it's really yeah, it's people yeah. like it also for that. It's like unique and exotic in a way. It's not like the mm -hmm. big marathons that everyone goes. It's really something where you. Yeah, you have a unique experience. I'm curious. Do you have any support from the from the government in in Congo? Do they uh, value tourism? Do they see this race as something that could help drive tourism, or or do you not yet have those discussions? Yeah, I think maybe like we do not have yet those discussion, like deep discussion. But yeah, we, as we just know, for fear, we're trying to reach out to uh, different uh, governments, organization. So. I think like maybe for us it was also good for us to establish first the race as a reference, like do it you know, like three years in consecutive. And because you know, like this is also just this kind of such thing that's happened in Congo where, you know, even at the beginning when we were setting up the race, the, the, the first year I remember meeting one of the sponsors, you remember like when she really thought she believed that we are we were there. You know, like just to organize the race for that year, and then uh, th that's it. So, like, didn't realize, you know, like the legacy, what we are planning to do, like to leave a legacy that's something that would will outlive us, will stay because you know, like we're getting inspired from all these races around the world. You know, like Berlin this year celebrating the 50th anniversary in New York. You know, like the modern uh, marathon era, like started with them. So, like, been been watching and learning about all the stuff so like on that sense you know like maybe even the private sector didn't first understand it like now they're taking up so like if the private sector have like a difficult time to understand this they just think about the government but now you know like with the government we we're going into like trying to get into the talk because now after the third edition we've got 
quite small support from uh, companies uh, that you know came on board uh, you know even at the last minute but they understood that we had like a special uh, that was something special because the crowd that you're bringing like during our races uh, our events it's it's quite special because you don't really get that often like in Congo like you know everybody's doing their own things or either it's uh, something just uh, like really musical but you know like health and then uh, you know marathon like running in on the road so you see all these different people running in Congo like it's uh, something special even for ourselves like when we see that so we believe like there's you know there's that's uh, something special in that where you know the governments we need to talk to the especially the tourism board and uh, like the health ministry as well to try to promote this you know in a way of you know like improving health and then especially improving tourism so that's why you know like first we really wanted to focus ourselves like going to all these different events where we see as well like those other tourism board from different country come like on uh, every stand in a big marathon you know talk about uh, the the races that is happening in their country through their like tourism board so like we're learning with that and then learning you know like to have really like kind of really deep discussion with uh, government uh, people to to help you know improve this race in that uh, that's area where like we bring more tourism in the, the DRC. Yeah, I can obviously see that as having quite a bit of potential for the country with something as high profile as as a marathon. You mentioned that you've been, of course, to some of the other big races in the world, and you know Berlin and New York obviously have a fifty year head start on you, so they're uh, fairly well established. But as you're as you're going about to see some of these other races, uh, are there any races that have inspired you or that you? have picked up some ideas from that that have been particularly valuable to you as you try to build your own race here in, in these early years yeah and, uh, uh, i guess uh, for me particularly like when i started doing all this uh, like research about putting up a race that yeah like i watched a film on youtube about uh, fred libro from new york you know like how he started putting up the, the whole new york marathon like it's really inspiring, like to see how he started, like in his own uh, apartment and getting all the stuff, like watching the whole thing. And it's like, oh yeah, like uh, I see something similar for myself, like <laughs> like in that, you know, like you start, you have like this idea, and then you have a partner, like really, really believe in this idea, so you're building it together. So like, yeah, New York with the whole five ball, like of course we are not uh, yet. Uh, they're like going because we have four districts in Kinshasa. That's something like you know, so. Like when we see that, say so like okay, New York as well didn't start like that. Berlin as well started maybe in, started in the forest and then they move into the city. So, but the 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 and the good thing is for us, we say like that's what helped us because they didn't have much of the reference to look into. So they were establishing something new. So like for us, like we you know we have all those references. So like okay, we're starting with like something you know. Had like we, we can see like how did they do it and how like uh, the things have evolved. So like in particularity, like so I think then I still have like you know that uh, attend more to like New York how they did it. You know, but of course like traveling, like meeting people, you know, like Mike with the Chicago Marathon, learning from there. You know, like in Berlin as well, like uh, how they do it and uh, yeah. But, there's a step down also like with Renee, like seeing like how you know you get to to involve different parts of the communities and uh building it in a way that's 
also like yeah we currently now in LA like that was the first uh, even meeting to meet one of the of the big race organizer uh, abroad like uh, here in, in the US in LA with uh, the, the CEO of the LA Marathon uh, Murphy I remember like attending one of the he invited me to attend one of the of the workshop that they were organizing during the LA Marathon and they have this student that came from New York I think mm-hmm. they were studying uh, sport businesses and stuff so talking about all this you know you have you're in los angeles you have all these sports events you know you have the lakers you have the the, the football all the steam the dodger and stuff so like how do you get the sponsor you know to come sponsor your event what is the particularity so they were exchanging those ideas from business and then at some point so like uh, uh murphy asked me to talk about the congo river marathon it was just in our first year we we're going to the second year and then one of the students asked me like what do you know what do you learn from this that you can reproduce uh uh at home in congo uh, I was like, yeah, I, I learned a lot. And at the same time, I have to have in my mind that this is Los Angeles, this is the United States, and we are in Kinshasa and Congo. You know, like, we don't have the FBI involved during the race. You don't have the Homeland Security and all this stuff. So it was like, yeah, I, I'm taking from every other races that's the way we go around the world, you know, like even like regional races, you know, like in Gabon and all the other races in Africa. So just to put in the concept of where we are and then in which uh, you know, uh, uh, states were, where you know, like the race is it at the moment. So we're trying to incorporate and then to find the best that works for, for us in, in Kinshasa and the DRC. Yeah, it's one of the things I love about our magazine and the ability just to write stories. You obviously have your own challenges and opportunities uh, in a place like Kinshasa that, uh, you know, that may not translate to other parts of the world. And yet so much does translate and you're able to go to these other events and, and pick up bits and pieces that might work for, for you and your event. Uh, we see that across all sports, um, even, you know, domestically just here in the United States and certainly international. And to your point earlier, Raleigh, I mean, thank goodness you've got these wonderful events with all this legacy that you can look back on and, and pull something from. I think that's the case uh, for a lot of our audience for other events as well. Um, I think by and large, people are willing to share top level uh, things that work and don't work in their events. And it's it's fascinating to see what you guys are building and, and how you're doing it and being able to you know start from somewhere and, and build it to where where you've come. Give me an idea in the time we have left that uh, we haven't really talked about the uh, specifically the dates and, uh, you know, if, if people are interested in finding out more about this year's race, when is it and what's the process? Say if someone from outside of Congo wanted to come and experience this, how, how can they do it? Uh, the race is uh, like this year, the South Fourth edition is on June 2nd. So we try, like, that's also like us copying a little bit from other races or so like, oh, no, like, Berlin, they do it only race like the third Sunday of September, or like New York do it the first uh, Sunday of November and stuff. So it's like, yeah, we need to find kind of the similarity. So we moved it from August. So like now it's every Sunday of uh, the month of June. So we know like like the first Sunday. So like it's also like us just kind of uh, get people already in the mood because we do celebrate our 4th of July. <laughs> like that is like in Congo with the June 30. Like that's why like one of the long stretch of our routes is on the Boulevard de Trondra. So like, yeah, this year is June 2nd and uh, you can register online. We have our races on uh, our, our tour and the World Marathon. So we're just on worldsmarathon.com slash Congo River Marathon. 
yeah, you'll find the, the our race there like to to register and then to learn everything about. But besides that, you know, you can reach out to us at uh, elo at congoriversmarathon.com. So we are always there to apply to any question inquiries that uh, you know that participants, future participants, potential participants have for. And maybe on the, um, as you also said, how easy is it like in terms of visa? Because you need like, uh, if you're coming from abroad, a visa for Congo. And mm -hmm. um, we have really like good relationship with like the immigration office. So for us, it's kind of easy to help with like a letter and like getting the authorization and things like that. And then with our like sister organization, Motherland Escape, we really try to make it a really runcation experience to have not only because the, the marathon weekend is like a whole, it starts on Friday or the, yeah, we have the health and fitness expo. We have the run, we have a, like the pasta night, we do a um, post race party, but we also want, if someone has the whole week to come to Congo, we have all these beautiful tourism packages to go to the Bonobos, to go do a safari, like all these things that, yeah, like uh, visitors can really have like a full experience. Yeah, because you know, they have like this long trip, that's Congo, and yeah, and that's, some, that's something as well for us, like the whole legacy for Congo River Marathon, and particularly for me, it's like, whenever like i'm abroad now you know when i'm talking about congo like i'm talking straight about congo river marathon it's like yeah people are interested like oh when is it you know they don't mm. ask you because previously it's like when i say like yeah i'm from congo and then people will be like oh, how's congo you know like the world situation so it's just like yeah that's something that's uh, take really with pride like to make me happy like it's that switch like when you say like oh what do you do like i'm an organizer of the founder of congo river marathon and so oh, congo river marathon when is it you know, like it's shifting you know, like marathon i think is that uh, i always say like it's a synonym of community and peace like where there's such an events taking place so people don't see you know the negativity they mostly focus about the on the events of course with the you know the tourism that's come uh, around it as nancy mentioned like with Maryland escape so we really try to give people the like the package the full package of like being in kinshasa and then uh, yeah like some of our past participants really enjoy like to have that opportunity to to discover other things than beside the marathon. Yeah, well, I think that's a great way uh, to end our our conversation as well. I mean, it's terrific. One terrific getting to to meet both of you and to check in again with you here. I would love to stay in touch and, of course, see how things go this year and more importantly in the years to come. I think uh, it's inspiring just to see what you've been able to do and and what I know both of you will be able to do moving forward. So very much appreciate you taking some time to be with us and enlightening our audience a bit on what you're building there. And, uh, you know, I wish you both the best of luck in June and, and certainly in the weeks leading up to June, because as you said, Raleigh, I'm sure this is a full-time operation <laughs> for both of you now, uh, as you're discovering probably more than, than you even thought in the beginning. So uh, again, terrific to, to see both of you and, and best of luck with everything that you have planned in June. Yeah, thank you so much for having us, giving us this opportunity, you know, to spread the word about the Congo River Marathon to such a big audience. And that, uh, yeah, we really appreciate it. And then I was happy to meet you in Bangkok and then look at where we are now. Exactly. I know. Hopefully, we can have uh, our paths will cross someplace a little closer than Bangkok next time. But uh, that's the way <laughs> it goes sometimes. Yeah, we just missed you in LA. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. Thank you, Jason. Right. Yeah, really thank, you. thank you so much.
This has been another edition of the Sports Travel Podcast. Thanks for listening, and be sure to subscribe to our podcast on all your favorite platforms, including iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. Past episodes are also available at sportstravelmagazine.com, which features regularly updated breaking news and in-depth features on stories related to the sports event industry. Be sure to visit us daily at sportstravelmagazine.com, at sportstravel on X and Instagram, and at sportstravelmagazine on Facebook and LinkedIn. Until then, this is Jason Gewers for Sports Travel, and thanks for listening.